Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Oh, it's a Friday. Will this week ever? It is. Hey, call a friend. Tell him he's on the air. Hello, world. A minute away. Going to Bluff City. Bluff City, here we come. Oh, it all starts on February the 22nd. That would be a Wednesday and then Thursday and goes through the 24th of Friday. It's the WHCB Sherathon 2023. So many knees. This is the first one in our new building. It happens in Bluff City, Tennessee. It's the big Sherathon on 91.5. All starts Wednesday, February the 22nd. You got to join us. I love Tennessee. I love WHCB. It doesn't get any better. Sherathon 2023. I hope I get to see you. And then I'm excited about the opportunity to be at First Free Will Baptist Church. Nathan Jennings, Grady Holder, the entire team. We are so well received in Elizabeth. And that'll be the Sunday right after Sherathon, come on down and join the Traveling Salvation Show. It's going to be good as we center around the Word of God. Elizabethan, First Free Will Baptist, right after Sherathon. I look forward to seeing you. What in the world is going on? I get so tired of this. Where's my gun? Former Vice President Pence, right here in Columbus, Indiana, going to be going to Washington. He's been subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating former President Donald Trump's effort to stay in office and the January 6th rule at the Capitol. Lot nobody cares. Special Counsel Jack Smith, appointed in November by Attorney General Mary Garland to lead the Justice Department's while inquiry into the horrible Donald Trump. And good grief, Charlie Brown, you're so old and so political and so... Never mind. Well, here you go. Spring break. Are we talking about that already? Just as Americans begin to pack their bags and... Catch those special flights to hit the beaches and the bars for spring break. The U.S. government saying, hey, for those of you headed to Mexico, stay out of six very dangerous states. The State Department has issued its highest tier warning ever for some parts of America's neighbor to the south that's run by drug cartels, pose potential threats to American tourists, and who would want to go there anyway? The Do Not Travel warning has been issued across six of the 32 Mexican states due to crime and kidnapping and killing and demons. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Well, we have no idea what you're talking about. We are so innocent as always. China has hit back at the United States after that suspected, yes, suspected spy balloon was down claiming that accusations were part of this U.S. side's information warfare to get at China. Uh-huh. And they continue to blow this horn. They just did it again yesterday. That large unmanned balloon was a civilian meteorological airship that had accidentally blown off course. They think that you are just stupid, people. America's Common Sense Report, this is just one of a number of airships that China's been operating for several years all over the world. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's do an update on the earthquake. The death toll from Monday's quake in Turkey and Syria now above 20,000 people. And hopes of finding any survivors in the rubble dwindled. 
It is now the world's deadliest earthquake disaster since 2011. And that quake and ensuing tsunami that hit Japan. A significant international relief ever underway. A UN aid envoy entered northwest Syria, and the World Bank has offered $1.78 billion in help. So what do you think this was really all about? Do you remember John Bonet Ramsey and that murder investigation? Did you know, I didn't, that unearthed documents from early there show that DNA evidence recovered from her fingernails and clothes was not a match for any member of the family or anyone close to the case, and that was found out just weeks after the crime. But police for years continued to float the very real possibility that her mom and dad were under an umbrella of suspicion in the gruesome slaying. A new book's out there. The late Colorado investigator Lou Smith, who worked the case, argues that in his opening pages, Lou and Jean Bonnet, a legendary lawman's quest to solve a child beauty queen's murder. By John W. Anderson, a former El Paso County sheriff turned author. The publication coming out the 28th of February here. For the past quarter of a century, the Boulder police have ignored the DNA evidence that exonerated the Ramseys and that could be used to identify the real killer, says Anderson. Quite a story. Life is not fair, is it? Well, it's the weekend, and Joe, sleepy Joe, heading to the basement. When Super Bowl arrives this Sunday, Fox is prepared to broadcast hours and hours of all of that with all the trappings, and oh, one thing's going to be missing, I guess. With just three days to go before the Chiefs and the Eagles, they do it all at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. The White House is yet to commit to the traditional interview between the president and the news division, potentially shunning a conversation that would be seen by, well, by TV's biggest audience of the year. Fox News attached no conditions, according to a person familiar with it, which has been a staple of the event, more or less, since President Barack Obama started doing this back in 2009. A final decision has yet to be announced, and there's still a chance he may do it, but I don't think so. And who wants to hear him say, oh, never mind. Oh, I am the greatest. LeBron James sounding like Cassius Clay or Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest ever in basketball. That's what he has said. Guy's got an ego problem. Hey, more news right after this. Ah, the uncertainty of life this Friday. I always tell you how excited I am to have the weekend coming. I mean, basically because of church. I can't wait to get to church. Everything that I am about, all that I believe, and, well, just excitement in being there with God's people at the cross in Fort Wayne, Indiana. This Sunday, a bit unusual in that uh, my associate pastor's wife lost her brother to a heart attack this week, and we have the funeral early Sunday afternoon. I think it's about 2 o'clock. And, uh, boy, the uncertainty of you just never know. And that's why it's so important that you and I make sure we know about our relationship with Almighty God. Are you saved today? If you died today of a heart attack, do you know that heaven is your home? Cry out to God, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's the start of all life, really. Salvation. For whosoever shall Why don't you call this Friday? Ask God to forgive you of your sins and save your soul. 
and make sure that heaven is your home. I always say it. It's a great way to live and a great way to die. One of the big questions for 2023, it will be in the future. We'll look back. How in the world did we let our children get manipulated and mutilated? That's going to be the big question for future generations and the years preceding it when doctors across this country doled out hormones like they were Halloween candy and in some cases removed minors' functional body parts. Don't take my word for it. Jamie Reed, who describes herself as a progressive who says she's married to a trans man, wrote a terrifying account of her experience while working at Midwestern Medical Center focused on transgenderism. And her explosive article in the free press, Reed, who was formerly employed at the Washington University Transgender Center, yeah, they got one, at St. Louis Children's Hospital, described a world where medical professionals rushed, operative word rushed, to encourage minor gender transition without any concern whatsoever about the life-changing consequences of the treatments. But this is the new America, a flood of evil, so it's pretty normal. Many encounters with parents emphasized to me how little these young people understood the profound impact of changing their gender would have on their bodies and their minds. But the center downplayed the negative consequences and emphasized the need for transition. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, a whistleblower pulling back the curtain on transgender treatments. It's demonic. I'm going to talk about this coming up in Niceville, Florida next week, and then down in Boone's Creek, all about the new America. Is it the end? What in the world has happened since you were a youngster? Sunday nights, I used to love watching Walt Disney's programs. All kind, Every one of them just fascinated me into my teenage years. Do you hold grudges? Do you hold grudges against companies? Some people say they don't wear Nikes because they embraced America-hating former quarterback Colin Kaepernick. You understand that, right? And for a family with two immigrant parents, blessed to be Americans, some people say, you got to do this. One guy says, I stopped using Gillette products when their ad tore into boys and men as angry possible rapists. Yeah, Gillette. One woman says, I have a husband, a brother, and two sons, and they will not allow males to be depicted like the advertising says. The other night's amazing how bold they're getting on a major television program. It was all about men kissing and having sex and the kind of meds you should take for, oh my goodness, it is, well, you know, families today canceling trips to Disney World after they inserted themselves into the political debate over Florida's parental rights law. Manhattan Institute senior fellow Chris Rufo showcased leaked videos from inside the company, openly discussing adding queerness, his words, adding queerness into children's programming. Barring Disney from our lives? Uh, I don't think that's a problem. This is a storied American company, Disney. Walt I think he'd be turning over in his grave. Their success is the epitome of the American dream, is it not? I wanted a path back to being a Disney family, one woman said. I looked for signs that they had learned their lesson and they were growing up. 
Disney was quiet after the leak and went on to replace their CEO. That ought to do it. Their pointed silence on political issues led me to believe, this lady says, that hey, they were changing things. We're going to get better at Disney. I was rooting for them to turn themselves around. So when I was invited to speak at a conference held there last weekend, we made the call to go as a family and take the kids. Things are not always as they seem, and we somehow had been faked out, and I think that I'm a pretty intelligent woman, this gal says. On Wednesday, Disney announced they would be laying off, isn't this, 7,000 employees and going through their third restructuring program in the last five years. Disney is not a healthy company. The parks, though, remain a bright spot in the Disney portfolio and are some of the few money producers that Disney has left. It's not a coincidence that while the failing stream service tries to be ever more woke, the parks have kind of resisted that, but not entirely. One gal says, we learned the leaked videos that they no longer use ladies and gentlemen at the parks, lest someone feel like they don't fit in either one of those categories. Oh, it's a trip to Moronville when you go to Florida and California, the Disney place. You could go on and on, talk about this for hours, but Christian, this is what you're facing, and we're going to be talking about it in the days ahead as we represent Southwest Radio Church in our part. Oh, America, is it dead, dying? Where are we exactly? I look forward to telling the message and enlightening Christians what the Bible says. So let me ask you, do you use air tags? Do you even know what they are? $100 for a pack of four. Many say it's one of the greatest security systems that you can have. Some people say as soon as they get anything new, a backpack, a purse, a billfold, a cell phone, they open up and put one in for safety. One woman said, I'm able to pinpoint exactly where it's at and actually zoom right in almost precisely to the very spot where the thing is. Many people recovering their cars have been stolen in high-crime areas. One police department says they have been able to recover stolen vehicles within minutes if they have an Apple AirTag. Boy, the way technology is advancing, I think so will the mindset of thieves in the days ahead. What do you think? I think it's important for people to be aware of what's out there to support them when it comes to their own personal safety and their items and their homes, their cars. So many are saying, this is the way to go in 2023 to protect your stuff. The words of a homeowner who has several air tags on just about everything valuable. What do you think in the days ahead? Thoughts from here, there, and everywhere? You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and you can change the ending. C.S. Lewis. Two facts. The only valid reason to oppose a voter ID is you want to cheat. Every Democrat in Congress opposes voter ID. What else do you need to know? It's easier to build up a child than it is to repair an adult. Choose your words wisely. It's true. God is like oxygen. You can't see him, but you need him to survive. Bad news, good news. Well, the bad news is I accidentally took the wrong medication today. Good news, I'm now protected from heartworms and fleas for the next three months. Where's my Bible? Life 101 is next. Don't go away.
Hello, world, live and in person in your church. Get in touch, gregpatton.com. Hello, world, radio at gmail.com. Revival, we all need it, whether it's a day or a week. Yes, we do. News, information, and comment from one who knows what it's all about. Also shares a great message from the Word of God. Contact us, gregpatton.com. And those of you listening to us, Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, Kentucky, West Virginia, why not get in touch today and be a part of our Facebook page? Like us on Facebook. Be a friend. Greg, Jerry G. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. I would really like for you to be my friend. Part of this old thing called Life 101 is handling burdens. Have you heard this recently? I got this. Exactly what does that mean? I got this. I'm here to tell you, my friend, no one goes through life without bearing some kind of trouble, some kind of burden, right? Single parents know the burden of raising children alone. People who lose their jobs know the overwhelming financial pressure that comes from being unemployed. I've been there. I hated that. Women caught in a hostile home environment, familiar with the burden of abuse, right? Widowed and divorced people know the pain of rejection in life. People alone in a new city know the burden of loneliness. Christians struggling with the memory of past sins know the burden of false guilt that Satan lays at your feet. The burdens we bear are as different as the people who carry them. But each one of us, regardless of our personal burden, is deeply loved by Almighty God. In the book of Matthew chapter 11, Jesus makes it clear that He will provide the needed peace and rest to all who bring their burdens to Him. That's you. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Do you believe God? Do you believe God's word today? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my load is light. That's Matthew eleven twenty-eight and 29. The words of Jesus Christ offer compassion and refreshment today. They are an invitation to those who are just exhausted, overwhelmed by life's difficulties. That's you. You draw near to Him for renewal and for hope. You can do it today. God's message of grace through Jesus Christ is relevant to our circumstances right now. Whatever burden you're facing today, He wants to bear the emotional weight for you. And the first step to true freedom is accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Have you done that? If you will confess your sins, acknowledge Christ as your Savior, He will save you and lift the burden of eternal death. That's the start. God loves us regardless of the burdens we bear. He loves believers who are trying to do their best yet struggle with the burdens much stronger than they are. It doesn't make any difference to Jesus Christ where you are in life. He loves you very much. He wants you to experience a freedom known only to those who trust Him completely. In Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden upon the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never allow you to be shaken, the righteous, that is. Never allow it. God tells us to cast our burdens on Him, and He will protect and keep us. Blessed be the Lord who daily, every day, bears our burdens. Psalm 68, 19. 
When we give our burdens to Jesus Christ, he promises to take them unto himself. He promises not to allow us to bear more than we can handle. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. When the weight becomes too much for you, and it will, Jesus promises to carry your heartache, your pain, your anxiety, your fears, and your feelings of rejection. He sees that burden today. He understands the pressure you're under, and he brings relief and refreshment. Jesus will never demand that you lay your burden down. Oh, no. It's something that you have to do voluntarily. Only a person humble in spirit can truly lay a burden at the feet of Jesus Christ. People caught up in pride believe they can carry the I got this. That's where we start. I got this. Really? They think they can carry the burden alone and eventually work this thing out, but it seldom happens. God gives eternal peace and rest to those who willingly submit themselves to Him. God never intended the Christian life to be difficult this way. It's something God wants us to learn to do by faith and not by sight. He calls us to live each day in childlike faith and trust, expecting Him to ease the weight of our burdens. Learning to walk by faith is the beginning of transferring our burdens to Jesus Christ. And we must also become humble in spirit. A person with humility admits an inadequacy in carrying those burdens. If you keep telling yourself, I got this, I'm going to handle this no matter what happens, then God's going to allow you to struggle and pull and push against the burdens with your own human strength. Doesn't that sound awful? Can you do it better than God? Some burdens are too heavy for us to bear without God's help. Come on. Some, such as the sudden death of a loved one or the news of a son or a daughter, caught in some immoral lifestyle. These burdens, my friend, can quickly become too large and too complicated. People look for something to ease their load, but out of pride, they refuse to turn to God. Instead, they might turn to alcohol or drugs or a sinful relationship, other forms of escape to get away from the pressure, and soon they're trapped under an insurmountable weight. They have thoughts of just giving up, and so many do actually give up. God never, never, never wants you to quit. He didn't give up on you at Calvary, did he? He won't give up on you now. It takes humility to follow Jesus. He says, come to me. You can't come to Christ with your burdens unless you're willing to lay aside your self-efforts. The implication is that you and I must admit we have a need for God's intervention, right? Our humility, our meekness are undergirded by the strength and the assurance of God's love. Jesus says to you, I know the burden of your heart. I know the circumstances you're in today. Come to me. Give me your burden and let me make you whole. And my friend, that is what it really is all about in the Christian walk. Are you willing to surrender your life to him today? Will you get under his yoke and walk in obedience to him? Will you trust him to carry your burden today and heal that hurt today? So many people smile on the outside, crying on the inside. A burden carried alone is exhausting, my friend. A burden shared with Jesus Christ is light and easy because he promises to bear it with you. Just something to think about today. Don't do it yourself. And don't say, I got this. You never do. So the pastor was preaching on forgiving your enemies, giving the invitation, asked how many have done that. About half the hands went up. He prayed again and asked the people to do it right now. Again, he asked, how many of you have forgiven your enemies? Most of the hands went up. Finally, it got down to just 
one little old lady. Mrs. Jones, do you not forgive your enemies? I don't have any, she said. I'm 93. She said, well, come over here. Tell the people what it's like to not have any enemies. The little lady tottered down the aisle, faced the congregation, and said, I outlived all the old bags. <laughs> I've had my say. That's a low world <laughs> for today. You have a great weekend. I can't wait till Monday. And that's the way it is. Friday, February the 10th, 2023. Uh, see you Monday.